On Sunday, April the 19th, there will be a very exciting and unusual event happening at Wellington's well-known McAllister and Liardet Parks called Projected Fields. Artist Sieve Friadestad will be transforming the parks into a painted environment and then having a massive community picnic to celebrate the park and the people. Today, Sieve is with us in the studio along with the founder of Partners, the letting space, Mark Amory. Welcome to B Side Stories on Access Radio, Sieve and Mark. Kia ora. Thank you. Great. So, Sieve, what are you doing to our park in Berenpore? <laughs> uh, um, I'm, I'm putting down a, a very large field painting in brief. I'm trying to activate the fields by the use of um, poppy colour and playing on the language of field markings that are already on the fields, right. both existing um, and historic, and also picking up on um, past um, past buildings, past um, environmental, environmental changes. Wow. And, um, it's a lot to put into one painting, but um, it's kind of coming together through the... Um, through the application of um, a community liaison process and then the results that we're getting from that we're then putting back into the painting. Wow. Now, um, forgive me, but I've never heard of the idea of park painting before. <laughs> <laughs> and apart from, aren't we already mm. using the park for sports and dog walking? Why are we bringing art work into the park well, uh, yeah. yeah I don't know I mean personally I um, I grew up on a farm and I've always done lots of sports and um, and I've, I've always seen the benefit in bringing art to a place where you don't necessarily generally meet it expect it um, yeah. and, and to sort of give people and communities an opportunity to encounter it but also mm. on their terms nice. so you want to be able to you know use the Use what what is there and respond to what is there. Mm. I mean, parks are, I think, really important places. Public spaces are the most important places for people to come and mix and recognise that there are, there are different. You know, if, if we get into these private spaces, the public spaces where you you recognise diversity, you you come to understand other people because you mix. If you think about how your kids or you operate, actually, it's often in parkland where you actually kind of make those encounters, and the activities are really really diverse and. Yes, Steve's work for me is just a, is a way of making us value that space, but uh, us value the very creative, quirky different ways that people use spaces as a place to meditate or to fly their model aeroplanes or to build forts or, you know, to, to have solace, to, to do all sorts of different mm. things. And so this work, it's complex in making us think about the history of the land, but also just the, the, the huge variety of ways that we use a park and maybe making encouraging people to value and yeah, take take stock of that. What was it about McAllister and Liard at Park that they were chosen for this project? I happen to live right on Adelaide Road in Birrampore, just between the... We were neighbours then. Right. <laughs> in 2012. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, and I really loved it there. Um, I was right between the sort of little hill going up, or the, the petrol station and the right. start of the park. Yeah. And so... Every day I would take my toddler, who was about, I don't know, 18 months when we came there, and my two dogs and get them down the 
the tricky stairway and then cross the road and quite often one dog would escape and I'd stop traffic and by the time I was then over um, across the road and I managed to get to the park it was just heaven and I was you know I was able to just feel like I was in the middle of nature in many ways and going up the the pathways and hearing the tuis Um, so I just I got very fond of it right Um, it was sort of my it was well the lungs of of my existence at the time Um, but I was also just really fascinated by it because um, it seemed to me to be not very used sometimes you know so I was I I was walking around there and I just thought this is the most amazing space but um, I found that I just wanted I just wished it was used more and mm. and because I lived in London and because my originally I'm from Norway and in Norway you just sort of walk up in the mountains and it's all yours and in London you've got these wonderful commons where people sort of actively go and and really enjoy that outdoor space in the city um so I I don't know. I wanted to pick up on the activity that was already mm. there and somehow describe that through an artwork, but also instigate new activity. Um, and Burnpool to me as well, I guess uh, I really liked it. I felt it was a little bit squashed between some more prominent suburbs and I thought that mm. why not do something here? Mm. It's an amazing space and, you know, why not why not do it here? Um and the other thing, I guess, was that it did have that richness of not only perspectives. You can go up both Liada Street and McAllister Hill and Great you can look le- at all different of those. levels, aren't they? Yeah. 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 And you sort of get to these grandstands, and the grandstand mm. is another thing that's always been quite important to me. Um, and, um, and, you know, so you discover this grandstand of residential housing around it, but also if you're, uh, if you're just... Um, Standing on Liardet Street Hill, you look a park. Sorry, you look down to McAllister, and you just get all of these amazing mm. field markings and things popping in and out. Mm. So, the in, the yeah. in betweenness is really interesting because I think that's mm. where art lives. It's like those kind of wildflowers yeah. that come through the cracks between places. And Berenport, as Steve's saying, has a little bit of that. So it was interesting for letting spaces, public art producers. There's this kind of sense of a space that has actually the potential to bring together quite diverse communities. Mm. And you've got this kind of sense that it, it's not just Berenport, it's Mornington and Brooklyn and all these different parts. And it, 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 it's it's not Convert, connected. Right, yes. Mm. So there's but a the sense... park has the <sighs> ability to... And then yeah. you find that you start sort of talking to the people that are there on the field and you realise they're coming all the way from Porirua Absolutely. or yeah, the, the Kapiti Coast and you sort of go, wow. wow. <laughs> you know, so the community that used the park is just... It's just enormous. Mm, but it's very yeah. different from a little yeah. local park in, say, Newtown, where you've got there's a real sense of belonging mm. to everyone that's gathered around it. This is sort of a park that's between different areas, and then it's got all these people coming for soccer and cricket from all around the region. So in a sense, it's kind of lonely in yeah. a way. <laughs> and it needs to be, you know, we need to kind yeah. of love it as a place where such a diversity of activity and people come together. Yeah. This looks like a very exciting project for the community. And you said the community have been contributing yeah, we we ran quite a well, I don't know. I'd I'd like to call it a, a large survey, but in a way, it's a small. It was a small right. survey. I mean, in the end, we got about two hundred and thirteen people responding. That's great. But that's pretty good yeah. still. Yeah. Um, and a wider community consultation. And again, that was you know when we first we sort of started 
around the parks and, and we, we walked from house to house. We had some wonderful interns helping us with that. and But we very, very soon also found that... Um, a lot of those people weren't necessarily using the park, but they were living around right. it. But then you had to go wider and wider, like we were just talking about before, to consult everyone that is actually using the park. And, yeah, in the end, we've we've done a community consultation. We've gathered a huge amount of information in different forms through conversations and through meetings and through um, dipping into people who are historians and um surveying and um, looking into the archives and speaking to residents at um, the village at the park and and the schools. Um, Great. And mm. I guess a lot of that information has then been um, incorporated into the design, but it, it's, it remains also quite abstract. It's quite idiosyncratic. Um, so if yeah. you look at the, the designs mm. that you can see on our website, uh, you know, they look a little bit like statistical graphs and bar graphs, and that's material that's been directly enforced by the stats that were, were actually you know, right. uh, gathered. But in the same sense, they're very difficult to read. So there's kind of a sense of this kind of interesting, you know, we're in this world where we're just, this digital age where we're just collecting all this data all the time. In a sense, I kind of reckon Steve's paintings actually kind of are much more playful. They kind of question how Definitely. reliable that data is and, <laughs> and, and allow us mm. to kind of play with it and kind of suggest that the kind of diversity of the experience is more important. So there's a kind of interesting play between, we're constantly trying to visualise things you know, digital data. So this is more playful. It kind of almost asks, "What is the use of a painting? How do, how can it how can abstraction and represent things in mm. kind of quite creative ways?" So I think it's actually quite. Even if you would just take it as a painting exercise yes. on a canvas, I think this would be a really interesting project. Y- yeah. Yes. I mean, the other part to it is, you know, I mean, in terms of all the statistical data that you collect, then how much of that is actually then given back to the community? And so. To me, that information is if just just holding information is is not very valuable, and um, the next step is making it um, meaningful or relevant. Definitely. But then I don't know if this information is is relevant once it's put down on the field. But to me, it's like I'm putting it out there for the community that's provided that information for that community to access directly, and be able to use it. Mm even if it's physically running across it. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm so. seeing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. The, 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 the mm-hmm. history bits are kind of interesting. So there's, uh, you know, Steve's got the outlines of what was a, f- a fever hospital uh, up oh, on Laird Street See, this Park. is it. I've lived there for uh, 20 years, and I'm embarrassed to admit that I don't know hardly any of the history. Yeah, well, another or... one is that we're just talking about today is that mm. there's going to be a line, hopefully, that denotes a stream that used to run across the Laird Street Park. Wow. Most people don't know where those things are. You know, there's another design which kind of references both the stats but also Kiarahi, a Māori ball game, so it inspire, trying to inspire people to... To, to use it in different ways, or there's there's another design that is, is where the cardboard famous cardboard sliding hill is. So there's things that are kind of getting people to get creative with with all of this data. Great, I love the cardboard sliding hill. <laughs> yeah. Will there be opportunities to utilise that? <laughs> well, the intention for the artwork um, is for it to be, you know, I want people to just take their cardboard and slide on on it and Great. make a. Make their own mark on it. Yeah. It's great, Steve. Okay, I'm getting excited. <laughs> have, has Wellington, have Wellingtonians seen anything like this before? 
Yeah, well, the, the work, the public art work I, I've been thinking about with this recently is actually what was at the time the largest public art project in the country. So it was built, which was Shona Rapira Davies' Tiaro Park work, which right. is still there. Tiaro, yes. which is on his Tiaro Park, the original there, and which is interesting. Is it's it's an it just looks like a park, but it's a it's a horizontal work largely, and it's got mm. a lot of things imprinted into it, a lot of information about the ancestors and the the ecology and the environment that used to be there. Mm. And it's and it's not erect. It's not like all these vertical the vertical sculptures that particularly our male sculptors yes, are yes. known for. It's interesting <laughs> that it's a work that's purely mm-hmm. or mostly on the ground. Mm-hmm. So this is this is I don't think there's anything been anything that I'm aware of quite like mm. this work. And I think we're in a really exciting time at the moment in terms of the possibilities for temporary public artwork. Uh, sometimes really very small things which can be a, a really beautiful that I've seen happening in Wellington. This just happens to be something that's kind of big on scale. But it's only there for a couple of weeks. Mm. Yeah, and and it's also you know I mean if you go to um, to to big rugby or football games you know you see right. these massive um, logos popping out from the ground, don't you? And it's 3D, <laughs> and so so I sort of I like I like that and I hate it at the same time. Nice. So so I I wanted to utilize give us something better. <laughs> yeah, utilize the the method, or yeah. if you will, and the, and the the vastness of it, and the fact that it's you know it's on it's there to kind of speak to people, right? In a way, but this to me becomes a lot more accessible and as as a as an artwork as opposed to advertising. Yes. Know? So. Um, you know, that's partly also where it comes from. Much more yeah. appreciated. Mark, as part of the letting space, who the hell's authorised you guys to, to be able to paint up the parks? <laughs> oh, well, well, the, well, the council have been amazing. So letting Yay. space is myself and Sophie Jerram and Helen yes. Curley-Smith, and we have the Urban Dream Brokerage, that where we, we I think Helen might have been on your show before talking yes. about the way we're trying to get creative ideas into vacant commercial space. That's funded by the council. And this is the first time we've worked as a public art programme with Wellington City Council directly, and they've been amazing for the last couple of years. So it's funded through the Public Art Fund, right. and there's a lot of really interesting public art projects now happening that they're funding but more importantly I guess well not more importantly but on a different area mm. is that we've from, from for two years now we've been working with parks and gardens um, we were at the Newtown Depot this morning mm. um, and we've been working with all sorts of community liaison and different stuff so this is a project that's very much more than just about the public art it's it's about having to work with the, with the, with the, with the linesmen and with um, the town belt people and right. think around the community consultation and how the project's actually providing information that's that's useful for uh, the council. So it's um, you know it's a really really rewarding and interesting project in terms of that relationship between public art and, and a local authority. Great. Well, I'm I'm very excited to see that the, the council are, are supporting letting space, but also this exciting project. It's nothing that I've seen before. Knowing the crux of the issues that we're facing, what would be the best outcome you could see out of this project? Mm. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it could be... If it, Are you talking about a community outcome, for yes. instance? I mean, for me personally, I wanted to yeah, activate the fields and inspire people to use those fields more um, in different ways, think about them in, in different ways and, and be bold and use them. Um, 
I guess right. this is in a way, I just see it as a, you know, we've done a community consultation, we've got the information, we're putting the information down on the fields as part of an artwork and we're inviting everyone in the community to come and Great. have a picnic with us and, and celebrate and um, and um, kind of introduce themselves, you know, to each other. Um, and I just hope that what's happened through the consultation, what's going to be available to the community and the council and um, the information that, you know, we've we've uh, found, such as, you know, lots of people really want a bike track there and yes. people want to, um, I don't know, um, fly kites, but that maybe isn't so possible. But there are lots of really good ideas for the parks. And I guess I'm just hoping that this this is a starting point and the community can see it as a positive starting point where they can maybe, um, hopefully, if they want to, um, drive another positive change in the future from it. Nice. Okay, and it sounds like everybody is invited down to the picnic. Yeah. On so Sunday the 19th. Sunday 19th of April, um, there's some Tai Chi happening on the, in the McAllister Park from 11am, but the, the, the actual picnic kicks off at the Leardit Street Park at 12 noon, and we've got a huge range of activities. One thing we really wanted to mention is that Karen Pollock is collecting history of Berenpore, so she's got yes. a tent where she wants to hear stories from people about Berenpore, the, the wider Berenpore. She's writing a book. She's also going to be scanning people's photos so people from the wider community who've got photographs of Berenpore Great, are invited. But look, there's going to be hula hooping, there's going to be face painting, there's going to be, I'm sure, some sliding, there's going to be some <laughs> kiorahi, there's going to be um, poetry, there's going to be DJs. It's, it's going to be Tai Chi. There's going to be all sorts of really kind of quirky, yeah. creative things. <laughs> okay, Wellington, whether you're from Berenpore, Porirua or anywhere, sounds like we're all invited down to projected fields at McAllister and Liara. At Street Parks, 19th of April, Sunday between 12 and 3. Mark and Steve, thank you so much for sharing and I guess donating this exciting project to Wellington. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Pleasure.